Episode 5, Minimalism in Joshua Tree, California. Hi guys, it's Chandra, the lighthearted plant lover behind the Granola Minimalist. Welcome to my podcast. I bring you along with me to camp out, enjoy nature, and record a podcast on sustainability and minimalism from the comfort of my tent somewhere in the woods. Where in the woods am I? Where will I be next? This episode is extra special because I have my first ever guest on my show. It is my sister Aubrey who runs a YouTube channel, 20-something, where she helps you make the financial most of your 20s. I picked her up in San Diego and she came along with me to enjoy the beautiful Joshua Tree National Park and help me record a podcast on minimalism. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me, the Granola Minimalist. I am so excited to be here. So beautiful, but we'll get into that. So we've already spent one night here in Joshua Tree, and we're planning on camping out another night. Last night, we had driven in pretty late, but it was pretty crazy getting here. Like, literally majority of the drive, we were fine, and then the last one mile we was off-road on a dirt road. And somehow we end up in a wash and almost got stuck, <laughs> like 0.2 miles before the campsite. Yeah, but the Ford Fiesta has your back. It does. So Tiny but mighty. <laughs> yeah, we ended up here. We set up the tent really quick. Shandra has a great little pop-up tent um, that she highly recommends. And then we got all into sleep, got into our jammies, and went to bed. Woke up this morning early, had some coffee just out of the back of the car, had breakfast out of the car, and then got down to Joshua Tree. For this episode, we are in Joshua Tree, California. How would you say the weather is, Ob? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the weather today was really great. Um, it's about 70 is the high, 50 is the low, but I wouldn't say it's like a beach 70 and 50. It's very much a desert 70, 50. It's very drastic. Like when you're in the sun and it's 70, you feel like it's a lot warmer just because like the sun just bakes you. But then when you're in the shade, it just feels perfect. So it feels like perfect 70 degrees is what I'm saying. So yeah, I mean, the weather's been amazing. I highly recommend coming here in this fall time. I first want to start out with defining minimalism as it is a broad term, just so we're all on the same page here. Minimalism is the act of living with less in order to have room for more. More what, you ask? Well, that's up to you. For myself, I take minimalism from an environmentalist perspective, hence the name of my project, The Granola Minimalist. I live with less in order to have a more beautiful and less polluted Mother Earth. My special guest, Aubrey, identifies as a financial minimalist who lives with less in order to have more room for investing, saving, and financial security. But anyways, let's get started and talk about minimalism. All right, so I think with us talking and whatnot, I think we've come to agreement there's about three things that we really have in common between being like a granola minimalist and a financial minimalist. And the first one would be intentional living. Um, as a granola minimalist or someone who is taking minimalism from an environmental perspective, I'm more focused about like reducing the things that I own to reduce my like footprint, I guess, as far as like trash goes um, and just leaving the earth in hopefully a better place than I found it. Um, and so what would you see about like financial minimalism? Yeah, and that's a very admirable thing you're doing there. I just have to say, and thank you for doing that. Um, <laughs> thank you. I think that 
because of being a financial minimalist, I sometimes get a little bit of that too, where I'm upcycling or whatever it is to save money. But I definitely come at it more as a way to live intentionally so that I can live my life how I want to. So the biggest one that comes to mind would be investing. So even though I'm only 23, something I focus a lot of my energy on and my money on and what I focus on my channel on is setting a investing goal for the year and just working for that every single day. So this year I wanted to um, invest $10,000 and that's what I worked on. I Every decision I made came down to whether or not I could achieve my goal of investing. Um, that's what caused the minimalism. Exactly. <laughs> so it's how I was able to achieve my goal where you're trying to you know lessen your carbon footprint so the way to go about that is minimalism mm -hmm. yeah it's yeah. almost like a side effect it really of like is something you <laughs> want out of your life exactly yeah i think minimalism can be taken at from like a million different angles and so that's why i really wanted to talk to you about it here on my podcast and help me discuss something that is really important to me so yeah i think a lot of people hear the word minimalist and they think we're just oh we're just trying to reduce everything <laughs> but it usually comes from a place of passion Absolutely. Always. Yeah. Whether you're passionate, you know, about the environment in my case or for you, like you want a stable and funded future. Like, yeah, you're investing. I want security. <laughs> security is my number one goal in life. And so that I can do things like so for you and the environment. Right. And I feel so kind of bad sitting here saying that it's for me, it's like a security. But I want everyone to have security, not just me. And that's why I try to share this with everyone. That's why I'm happy to be here today. Happy here to be talking to you a little listener, because I hope that you can have a secure future too. So it's just another thing to talk about. Exactly. All right. So I would say our second commonality would be the law of the budget. Oh, yes. The law. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For, for me, um, because I only work four days a week and I travel to somewhere beautiful and camp out at least once a month, you know, I need to be able to afford that with um on a small income you know like I don't I don't make a lot and that's you know I work four days a week and I have a regular job you know so for me my key to being able to travel and to uh, record these podcasts and record YouTube channel is by a solid budget 100% and that's the same thing for me my goals are you know saving investing um living where I want to live and not be just hurting all the time so I live by a strict budget where I kind of do the 50-30-20 budget. We talk a lot about that on my channel. I know that you started to look into that budget too. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've taken on. And I've been able to really separate like those major categories. Your 50% would be your needs. Your 30% would be your wants. And your 20% would be your savings slash investment slash debt payoff money. Mm -hmm. And so by having those categories, like strict percentages of my income... It's been extremely helpful so that I don't feel guilty traveling when, you know, I am working on paying off my debt, you know? So, like... Because you're still doing it. Exactly. Yeah. I think the biggest thing, which people don't even know, is to bring down their needs. And that's where minimalism comes in. Because people will have a lot of needs. They want the biggest house that they can afford. But it's not really something they can afford because it's over 50% of their income. Exactly. And now they can't have the things they want. They can't have the things to save. They can't pay off debt. So I think getting on a budget like that makes it so that you can pursue your passions. Exactly. Yeah, I would say the 50, 30, 20 budget that I have picked up from your channel has helped you still live your life while accomplishing the things that you want to accomplish. So thank yeah. you for that. No problem. Yeah. So 
I would say our our last thing that we have majorly in common would be to keep it simple. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm all about keeping it simple. Every podcast, I have a simplicity tip. From my perspective, the less things I own, the less things I take into my possession, but also mentally, the less things I allow to occupy and stress me out in my head, you know, like with this whole presidential election, you know, mm-hmm. I'm choosing to not be bothered. And, yeah. you know, that that's the whole part of the whole simplicity thing yeah so how would you say keeping it simple is something that you use in your life as a financial minimalist yeah I think people um and myself included I used to be like okay I'm 18 now (laughs) I need to go to college so I need to get debt I need a car I need um a place to live that's fancy like my mom's house even though I'm 18 and I'm not a grown-up like for real you know what I mean so I think people just take on way too much where if you just keep it simple keep one goal okay I'm going to get through college this year with one loan not four loans you know keeping it very focused that's how it's helped me a lot so now that you're saying that the word that comes to mind is priority Mm -hmm. And so the actual definition of the word priority means the first thing. Mm -hmm. And so us Americans, we talk about my priorities with an S, but that's actually not the definition of the word. It's the first thing. And so what you're... That's crazy. So yeah, so, you know, keeping it simple, you have one thing that you're working on. You know what I mean? That is your priority. And so really just narrowing it down so that you can accomplish that thing. Because a lot of times we try to do everything at once and Mm -hmm. we accomplish nothing. Yeah. And... You know, yeah, so, like, the the key to doing the things you want with your life is focusing on the one thing mm-hmm. and then doing it. Yep, absolutely. And that's helped me so much in, you know, the, in keeping it intentional, keeping it budgeted, um, and keeping it simple has made my life so much happier. Like, I think back to when I wasn't a financial minimalist. I didn't know about minimalism. I found out about minimalism through you, the granola minimalist. Like, I didn't even know that was a thing before. I thought we were just supposed to consume, consume, consume forever until we exploded. Exactly. <laughs> like, I just didn't know what the end goal was. And now I have an end goal in mind. I have mm-hmm. goals I'm accomplishing. And when I hit that goal, I have a new goal. It sounds like so basic. Oh, you just have one thing that you want to do. But it's actually really hard to narrow it down to that one thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? You really have to commit to something that you want to do. In my case, it's traveling once a month on four day a week budget. And mm-hmm. then your case, you know, it's in like investing, exactly. making myself secure. 100%. Yeah. So that's yeah. the three things, man. Yeah, we, we hit those. But anyway, well, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. But before we go, as always, we have a simplicity tip, a sustainability tip, and a serendipitous moment. My simplicity tip is, you cannot control what happens to you, but you can control how you react. My sustainability tip is, when you are finished with a product that you're using in the home, like a bottle of dish soap, when it's time to replace, look for a plastic-free alternative to replace it. And my serendipitous moment is, the day that this podcast is released is my older sister Chelsea's birthday. Happy birthday, Charles. Congrats on your new house and your new puppy, too. Thanks for all your support. And thank you for listening to this podcast. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Thanks for being here, guys. <laughs> That's how I always end it. I always end with thanks for being here. That's my, my ending. Thanks for being here. <laughs> Me too. Me too.